hello, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be with you. If you want to find out more about our ministry, my wife and I, Selena Lombardo, you can go to www.lifeportoutintl.org. All of our podcasts are on there as well. You can download the Charisma Plus app. Our podcasts are on there. You can go to YouTube. You can go to our channel. You can subscribe. All of our video content is going out on YouTube if that is how you prefer to listen to podcasts. And so you can also go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Audible, anywhere podcasts are listened to. Today, we're going to be talking about fasting. All right. And I don't think I've had, I don't think I've done a podcast episode just on fasting. I know it's been brought up. I know it's been, you know, in some episodes, but I don't think I've done an episode specifically on fasting. I could be wrong. We're over 200 episodes now. And so I could be wrong, but I'm going to be very candid with you um, on this episode, and I intend on bringing a very balanced and biblical view of fasting. I don't have every scripture um, outlined here on fasting, okay? Um, That's not the intention either. I'm not going to quote every scripture on fasting and break it down, Um, but I'm going to share with you my experience, and I believe a biblical outlook on fasting. And so let's dive right in. Um, who knows how long this show is going to be? It could be 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. I'm just going to keep sharing. And so my journey with fasting has been an interesting one. I um, didn't like fasting for years. And so um, some of you guys out there might say, oh, I love fasting. Oh my gosh, you're not spiritual if you don't fast. Well, you know what? Praise God for you. That's awesome, man. I, lo- I wish I just adored fasting. I loved it. Um, that's not the case. Have I fasted over the years? I've been saved a little over 14 years. Um, have I enjoyed fat? I, I mean, have I fasted? Yes, I have. I've fasted plenty. Um, or have there been seasons where I haven't fasted at all? Yep, absolutely. Has there been seasons where I fasted a lot? Yep, for sure. Um, but the Lord's bringing a lot of illumination right now in this time regarding fasting. But I think one reason why I wasn't, first of all, you know, if you're anything like me and you're like, oh, I hate fasting, but I know I should, then hey, join the club. And there's a lot of people out there. There's people that love fasting, people that don't, but at the same time, they, hey, it's in the scriptures. Um, it's something that Jesus spoke about. He said, when you fast, do this X, Y, Z. And he broke down what to do when you fast. And so we know that fasting um, is is biblical. And there's some people that might try to refute that, and that's fine. You could comment me or email me if you want. You can go to our website and contact me. Um, but at the same time, I do believe that fasting is biblical, and I believe that it is powerful. And the reason, the reason that maybe my first three or four years as a believer, I didn't do as much fasting. I did some, but I didn't do as much fasting is because I was growing in the Lord. Um, I was growing in the Lord and I was experiencing him in deep ways. And I was in Bible school and I was spending hours in the house of prayer. And I was spending a lot of time with the Lord and he was speaking to me and he was giving me revelation and I was experiencing the anointing. I was going on the streets. I was doing evangelism and I was seeing the power of God manifest. And I was, you know, it was, it was powerful. I was, I was growing in God and fasting wasn't a huge part of that. I was so hungry for Jesus that, um, that I don't know. He was just touching me regardless of, of my fasting. And so there was times where me and my buddy, a close friend of mine, if he's listening right now, I'll know exactly who I'm talking about, but it was spring break at Bible school and we had nothing going on that spring break. So we decided to lock ourselves in his apartment and we weren't going to leave for seven days, um, without receiving a download from heaven or a baptism of the spirit that we needed 
or whatever. And we weren't going to eat. We were going to drink water and we were just going to seek God 24 hours a day. Well, obviously we'd sleep some, we weren't fasting, sleeping. So maybe, you know, 12, 13 hours a day, we would be just seeking the Lord. And, um, and so we lasted about a day and a half, about a day and a half until we said, oh my God, I got to eat something. Let's go to Subway. And some of you guys, there's a Subway right down the street from the campus. You might say, that's pathetic. Wow. You only lasted a day and a half. I fasted seven days, 15 days. My buddy has actually done a 40 day fast before and he's accomplished it, but we both struggled in a day and a half. And, um, we had a powerful encounter with God that first night and we were diving into the scriptures and revelation was being imparted. And then the next day, yeah, we had, we lasted about half the day, maybe into late afternoon. And then we got subway for dinner and, you know, maybe beating myself up a little bit. I have a tendency to, um, you know, especially back then for self-condemnation and I would shake it off. The Lord had to give me a revelation of his grace for me really not to live in that weakness. But I remember feeling condemned, but shaking it off. And then I remember going into the campus and ran into another friend of mine and she looked at me and she said, I just see you glowing. I see you glowing. What is God doing in you? And for me, it was just like, wow, like I broke fast, but I love Jesus and I'm spending every waking moment I can with him. And I'm thinking about him throughout the day and I'm offering my worship and my praise to him all day. And I'm praying in the spirit, building up my faith and reading the Bible. My life is literally an offering to the Lord. But yeah, I kind of failed at fasting this week but I'm still glowing. She said, you must have gone somewhere deeper with the Lord this spring break. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. But I thought fasting was going to be the gateway to get there. Um, And I don't want you to hear this and think Michael's against fasting. No, I'm going to talk to you about the power of fasting, but I kind of want to give you my story here as a little bit of a introductory into into my journey and and kind of um, how, how it's looked for me. And then I read a book by Mike Bickle, actually, an awesome book. Oh man, I forgot the name. I think it's called The Pleasures of Loving God or something like that. And it was instrumental in my life at the time. It was speaking to my heart. God is opening up Song of Songs to me and passion for Jesus and like that abiding place of living with him in union, being in love, that love sickness. And so um, that book really spoke to me and it put a lot of verbiage to what I was living and what I was believing. And it brought a lot of fresh revelation that I wanted to walk in and started to walk in. But there was a whole chapter on fasting. And I remember that it was saying fasting will produce end result. So whatever the end result was, it's been a while since I read the book, but it was essentially hearing from God, more revelation, deeper intimacy with God, all of that stuff. And I don't want to butcher what Mike Bickle said. You just got to read the book, okay? Just paraphrasing some stuff and, you know, but I remember that God was doing all of the things in my heart that Mike Bickle spoke about in that chapter without me prioritizing fasting. And so I remember thinking like, I don't need to fast to grow in the Lord. I just love him. I'm hungry for him, regardless of whether I'm eating food or not eating food. I'm just hungry for the Lord. He's my everything. I'm obsessed. He, he touched me and my life's different. You know, his love is what I'm living for. His love is more intoxicating than wine and I could eat food and still be in that place. And then because that was true, I began to think of fasting as more of a legalistic thing. Um, I, 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 I thought to myself like, You know, so many people fast, and this was an imbalanced viewpoint, an extreme viewpoint, which I do not hold right now to this day. But I do believe that we could fast purely with the right heart, and I believe that we could fast in legalism. And we don't get the results we want from legalism. It's the fruit of the flesh, not the fruit of the spirit. But if we are fasting to earn something from God, to get more anointed, to get more holy, to get more righteous, 
then we are fasting in legalism. And that is not the heart of fasting and why the Lord wants us to fast. And so I am going to, you know, talking about what fasting is not, I'm going to tell you what fasting truly is. Um, but I started to look around and be like, wow, like I don't really need fasting to grow in my relationship with God. He's speaking to me and dreams, visions. I'm following the Lord. I'm going to the mission field. Not really fasting much, maybe here and there a little bit. Um, but Hey, like, and then I see people striving, fasting, not hearing from God as much as I maybe was, and I wasn't fasting and they were. And so that's also some pharisaical viewpoints as well. Me, I, over the years, when I first got saved, especially, I would say like, oh, these people aren't hearing from God, but I am. And that viewpoint got at the break in me. Um, but like, I'm thinking like, man, like people are fasting out of legalism. Like they're trying to earn something from God. And I would hear, I would hear people talk about fasting, like they would fast to get a breakthrough and they would fast to hear a word from the Lord, and they would fast to gain something, to get something. And it didn't sit well with me. And so I started this journey on like, what's fasting all about? Fasting isn't earning anything from God. We've received his fullness and grace upon grace. But I truly believe, you know, that's not what fasting is, but fasting is setting aside time and giving attention and giving affection to him so that we can grow more. And I'm going to break it down even more, but I'm going to read Hosea 6.6. 6. Hosea 6.6 says, and this is out of the NET Bible, and it goes like this, for I delight in faithfulness, this is the Lord, and he's not talking about fasting specifically here, but just, just hear me out. I delight in faithfulness, not simply in sacrifice. I delight in acknowledging God, not simply in burnt offerings. So what he's saying is here, it's not the sacrifice that he wants. It's not the fact that you're not eating. God is not after you not eating. He's not after the sacrifice side. He is after faithfulness and he is after the acknowledgement of him. And I began to think to myself, I began to think to myself, okay, well, maybe I'll just fast things that are taking my attention and affection away from the Lord. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's my iPhone. Maybe it's... I don't know what it may be. Maybe it's social media, whatever it may be. Well, can we fast things that are taking our acknowledgement of God away? And then I had a friend of mine who in Bible school, he would fast once a week food and he felt like he was just fasting. It was more about the sacrifice. That was kind of where his heart was. And he said that in his fasting every single week, it was the Monday of every week. He never really received anything from the Lord. It was more of a discipline and it was more about the sacrifice and look, God, you know, this is what I'm doing for you. And then he said, but the Lord touched on his heart and said, it's not about the sacrifice. It's about acknowledging me. It's about being with me. And so he said, oh, you know what? I'm spending too much time on Netflix and Hulu and different things. And hey, I'm, uh, you know, I'm spending too much time reading these comic books and playing video games or doing what I was doing. And he was saying, I am going to, in the evenings, instead of playing video games, instead of watching Netflix, instead of doing those things, I'm going to spend time in the word and I'm going to give it to God and I'm going to receive from heaven. And that's exactly what he did. And he began to grow in leaps and bounds in his relationship with the Lord. He started to hear from God in his life. And so I want to get to the heart of this thing. It's not about the sacrifice. Look at me. I'm not eating. God's not just wants us to beat our flesh because we're a bunch of Gnostics. And if we just suffer physically, then we'll grow spiritually. That is not what fasting is all about. That is the wrong perspective. I believe this scripture in Hosea 6, 6, really captures the heart of fasting. It's not about the sacrifice. It's about faithfulness. It's about acknowledging him, making more room for him in your life. 
It's about pushing things out that don't matter and about bringing things in that do. Time with him, time in the word, and uh, you know, making the, it, it, or it, it is little sacrifices too sometimes. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we enjoy entertainment. We enjoy sports. We enjoy things in our lives. But, and that is a sacrifice, but that's not the, the central theme of fasting. It's not about the sacrifice. Yes, sacrifices are made in fasting, but it's about the heart behind it. I want, I want more of his word in my life. I want to make more room for him in my life. And I will push these things out so I could have more of him in there. And not more of him like you lack any of God. His fullness is on the inside of you. But I'm talking about an experiential um, relationship with him where it's like, okay, well, I'm making more room to hear from him, to walk with him, to get revelation of him, to walk in the power of what he's called me to, more time investing in evangelism or missions or church service or, you know, whatever God has called me to do in this time. So now, are you saying, Michael, that fasting is not necessarily about food, but it's about we could fast Netflix and sports and all this different stuff, and that's biblical fasting. That's not what I'm saying. I believe that there's place for those things. I believe that that is a part of fasting, but I believe that in a biblical sense, fasting is about abstaining from food. I do believe that 100%. And there's different kinds of fasting, like in the book of Daniel. The Daniel fast was he did not eat the fat of the house. He did not eat meat. He had vegetables, very pure food, juices, things like that. And I believe that is another form of fasting. So it's not just abstaining from food. There are different kinds of fasting in the Bible um, that, that that are present. But I do believe this. Fasting is not about just the sacrifice of abstaining from food. It is about the posture of our heart before the Lord and our recognition of him. If we are not feasting on the Lord when we're fasting food, we've got it all wrong. If you're just saying Thursday, I'm going to fast and you just get sucked into your responsibilities in your life and you hardly spend any time with the Lord, but you're fasting out of discipline and out of sacrifice, you've missed the mark. Fasting is about feasting on him. If you're fasting and not feasting on him, then, man, don't even fast. Go out, go out and get something to eat. Make a sandwich. Do do whatever you got to do because you've missed the point. You've missed the mark on what fasting is all about. And I'm going to read a scripture in Matthew 4, 4, and I truly believe that this really summarizes fasting. And then I'm going to break down times to fast and kind of what that looks like. But Matthew 4, 4 says this. This is Jesus in the wilderness. The enemy said, make this, Jesus was hungry, and he said, make this stone, um, you know, bread. And Jesus answered and said to Satan, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Um, when When I read this the other day, first of all, the Lord is beckoning me to start fasting as a regular part of my relationship with him moving forward. I knew that when I read this and God began to speak to me about fasting and God has been speaking to my wife about fasting as well. At the same time, I'm starting to realize like, okay, now I need to make this a regular part of my life, not to earn brownie points, not to get more holy, not because God's upset with me if I don't, but there is something in fasting that is going to be a key ingredient in my walk with the Lord. And it is a faithful discipline that God speaks about scripturally. And it's something he wants in my life for a beneficial reason with him. And so I began to realize, okay, God is, is, is inviting me and wooing me into a place of fasting. 
And so as I read this, though, I realized man does not live off bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so it's essentially saying that our spirit hungers for him more than anything in this world, that we need to come to a place where we are more hungry for him than food, more hungry for him than success, more hungry for him than money, more hungry for him than friends and people and relationships and a marriage and kids and life and the things that we can gain in this world, that we are more hungry for him. We don't live off of tangible things, food in this life. Hey, listen, he'll sustain us physically. We do not live off of those things, but we live off of his words that come from his mouth. I'm more hungry for a word from God than I am for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And so it's a heart posture of I want you more than life. I want you more than anything. And I want to highlight three things really quick, three things, and then I'm going to end the podcast. And I might need to tackle this again just because this is very important. Number one, three different points about fasting. We fast when, number one, we are completely lovesick for the Lord. Like it says in Song of Solomon's, in Song of Solomon, I am lovesick for you. Have you ever been in love with a person? Maybe, you know, whatever the situation may be, but you're so engrossed in your thoughts and your affections for that person that you forget to eat, that you're not even hungry because you are feeding on your memory of them, your thoughts about them, you know, your love for them, your affections for them. It's happened to me in my life where it's like, oh my God, you're just thinking about that person so much. You don't even want to eat. You don't even think about it. You're fasting almost involuntarily. It's like you're not even thinking about food. You're feeding on something better. And that happened to me a lot in my life and in my walk with the Lord. In my walk with the Lord where it's like, he's feeding me so much in the season. I'm getting so much revelation. I'm so in love. I'm worshiping. I'm spending time at church. I'm serving on the mission field. I'm doing all this stuff that I skip a meal by accident. It's just like, man, man does not live off bread alone. I'm living off of the words of God right now. Like he is filling my life. That is a place of first love. And that is, hey, I'm lovesick. I'm thinking about you 24 seven. And God wants us to live in that place. Okay, in that place, you have to remind yourself to eat and not, you know, you know, the other way around. You have to, you say, I got to eat something today. My God, or I'm going to wither away. I was talking to my brother-in-law, you know, newly saved you know, months ago. And he's like, I have to remind myself to eat. I'm just so raptured with God right now. It's just amazing. I love that. And so that is like natural fasting. That is just like, <laughs> that's, you're in a great place, man. Great. Praise God. And then there is. A time where you fast because you're not hungry for him like you used to be. You hunger for what you feed on. If you're feeding on so many other things and you're lacking a hunger for God, fasting can really break that yoke and bring hunger into your life again for the Lord. And it's essentially a um, declaration of faith to God. Lord, I'm fasting because I recognize that life has consumed me and I recognize that I am involved in so much and less involved with you. And I recognize that my hunger for other things have surpassed my hunger for you and your word. And so I'm going to fast out of obedience and I'm not necessarily looking for a download from heaven or an angelic encounter or, you know, to shake on the ground or to get seven dreams. I'm not necessarily looking for that, but I trust you with the end result. And I trust you with the fruit that's going to come of this. I am fasting to say, I want want to be hungry again. I, I can't live off bread alone, but every word that comes from your mouth. And I recognize that I'm not in a place of consistent hunger and love sickness with you. And so I'm going to incorporate fasting in my life. And sometimes, you know, the Lord will impart into you or give you a desire to fast for seven days straight or to fast for one day a week or to fast for three days. 
and to when you are fasting to have set apart time for him get in the word whether you like it or not spend time in his presence whether you like it or not set aside time with him if you're fasting you're feasting if you're fasting food you're feasting on the lord i can't say that i can keep i, I can't emphasize that enough and the third thing i want to highlight is the first one is I'm so lovesick with Jesus. I'm feasting on him that I don't even think about food. And I'm kind of like as a byproduct, not eating. The second thing is, is, Hey, listen, I'm not really hungry for the Lord anymore. So I'm going to fast because it's me just stepping out in obedience saying, God, I recognize that I have been living off bread and not your word. And I want to be hungrier for you again. Like I used to be. And three, I honestly think this is where he wants all of us. And this doesn't need to be radical. Like, you know, at the beginning of every year, I'm fasting for a full month, 40-day fast. Some people do that. Fantastic. But I'm saying like for my life, what I've incorporated, and I'm not saying this to get my reward with man. I'm saying this to bless you guys and maybe give you some ideas. My wife and I fast one week together, one day together. I'm sorry, one day a week together. Excuse me. My wife and I fast one day a week together. And then in the evening, as it gets dark, we break our fast. So we fast from the morning into the evening. When it gets dark, boom, we'll have a healthy snack. We'll eat together. We'll have some food. And the Lord has been doing a lot. I've been setting aside time and so is she. And we've been growing in our relationship together. She's been getting words from heaven that are directional in the season. So have I. We've been, you know, putting our heads together, worshiping together, spending time with the Lord. And not only food, and not only food, but I was watching baseball a lot in the evenings. And so I said, I'm only going to watch baseball on the weekends, maybe one game on the weekend and I'm not going to watch it in the evenings anymore. It's taking time away from me and the kids, time away from me and my wife, time away from our, you know, you know, talking about the Lord, planning things together, praying together. And then I also got off social media for several weeks and it felt great. And I plan on doing that a lot more <laughs> because it's like, wow, like when our attention and our affection is on so many other things, man, we just don't have time for the Lord really in our lives. And we begin to hunger these things that are so addictive in the natural phone, you know, you know, relationships, different things, you know, entertainment, sports, whatever becomes so addictive. And then we just aren't as hungry for him anymore. And so there's times we need to purge. There's times we need to purge. There's times we need to let go. There's times we need to say, you know what? I'm done with social media for a while. I'm done with sports for a while. I'm done with all that stuff for a while. But on top of us making those decisions that give us more time together and more time with the Lord. We are also fasting one day a week food. Um, and it is a blessing and it's been huge. And have we, you know, God's been doing so much apart from the fasting, but the Lord also has been encouraging us in the season to do it together as a couple and not to be like, Oh, you know, for two weeks straight, we're not eating No, but to be led of the Lord in that and to get his heart for that. And to really just begin to develop it as a discipline that we have in our lives. And it becomes a delight. It becomes something that we love and we look forward to. And so I just want to bless you guys with that. If you have any questions or comments or view things differently, that's totally fine. Feel free to comment. Feel free to email me. Go to our website. There's a contact section there that goes right to my email. Reach out on social media. Message me on social media. I check my messages. And so um, bless you guys. Feel free to reach out. I want to hear from you. And then make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed and awakened by the gospel of Jesus. Bless you, and I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast.
Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org. TL.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.